0: Hello and welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. Prepare yourself to be amazed. In this podcast, we show you how to rank your lists while you're hanging out with a group of friends and maybe have a disagreement. We'll use our matrix, sometimes called a prioritizing grid
1: several weeks in a row they nailed it outside. nailed it and
0: show nailed you it. how it is done after you've heard this method used a few times you're going to want to give it a shot uh by the way this is dion here with
1: john and irv
0: as always we're looking for your feedback and ideas to improve let us know via twitter at that's a good point one
1: Point.
0: there's no t at the end of point it's just that point that's a good point one no point. punctuation here. that's the number one not spelled out
2: I think there's going to be some discussion about today's list.
0: I think so. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our first couple episodes of Season 2, you're going to want to check those out. I know the last episode, we were discussing best movie sequels. I had a whole page full of notes prepared, and I kind of threw them out the window. Uh, uh, just didn't use them. You guys started talking, and I started talking from the heart instead of trying to use rational. Again, one of those things where pre-production... I said, well, I thought this, thought this. And you guys both were going to be like, I haven't thought a lot about it. I'm just going to go with my gut. And I was like, all right, <laughs> screw it. I will, too. Late. Gut, it is. <laughs> that doesn't sound like us. Yeah. We ended up ranking Empire Strikes Back as the best sequel ever, followed by Godfather Part Two and The Dark Knight. And there was a clear top three there. Mm, for sure. Definitely those were the three best sequels. And you can switch the order depending on your personal preferences. But those were our three. Um what was four, five, six? Like I know the movies were the uh, order.
2: I think four was Indiana Jones, right? Yeah.
1: Okay. And then Rocky four. Rocky four. Fifth. Back to the Future two. Back was Future six, two was and, six.
2: and Back to the Future okay. two finished in the last spot.
0: All right. So today we are going to rank sports announcers, and we are talking about play-by-play guys. We're not talking about the color commentators. So um, we gave more credence to those announcers that cover. We gave sorry, we gave more credence to announcers that covered more than one sport. So you're going to see some specialists that didn't make our list. Um, doesn't mean you don't associate them with one sport or a team necessarily, but they have in their career covered more than one.
2: And we did get some help narrowing this list down yes. because we had a pretty good list and we got a little help from uh, James Severson and John Sneller to give their opinions as well. Um, Former yes.
0: guest host John Sneller. we got to get Severson on to co-host.
1: Yeah, we'll have to ask him what he'd be interested we in. to get him on uh, Maybe can, his
0: expertise
1: lies yeah, he can
0: bring on his own and this this idea sort
1: of him. uh came from scott minor he he's one that gave us uh, i think we had it on our list but he really pushed us to kind of do this one as well yeah. so
0: when we were ranking these and so it was the three of us like you said with james and john we there was kind of a natural break at number seven and so we're actually going to rank seven announcers today some that missed the cut but definitely worth being on the top 10 list and we each had our own list, and, and I think each of these guys probably made someone's yep. list somewhere, but you're not going to hear Marv Albert.
1: Oh, marvelous. <clears throat> yes.
0: You are going to miss out on Brent Musburger.
2: You're looking live. <laughs> you're
0: going to miss out on Mel Allen. How about that? I, I, this week in baseball.
2: It was is on... great that we were able to fit all these little audio clips
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> no Mike Tirico. No Jack or Joe Buck. No Jim McKay. No Harry Carey. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> Gus Johnson. He's a very... You just, I, scream. just scream and you I, yeah, got Gus. I, I'm, gonna be, honestly,
1: I'm a little bummed he didn't make it, but yeah. I respect the process. I think yeah. Gus just needs a little
2: more staying power over another 10, yeah. 15 years and he'll he'll be there. You're no, probably right.
0: No Doc Emmerich. We're not hockey yeah. fans. so but Some he, people
2: consider Doc Emmerich to be the best play-by-play guy, yeah. period.
0: Great. Great. I love Doc Emmerich. Uh, no Kevin Harlan. No Howard Cosell, Kurt Gowdy. Um, my One of my favorites of all time, no Ian Eagle. Oh, I thought Dick. you were going to say Hawk Harrelson. <laughs> no! No, 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 no. No Hawk Harrelson for sure. If we did worse sports announcers, maybe I'd put Hawk <laughs> Harrelson on my list. Sorry, White Sox fans. but No Ian Eagle. And then, our eighth, and we thought about including him on this list, was Dick Enberg. Yep, Does a, did a he's, great class,
2: job. he's a classic announcer.
0: Classic announcer. One of my favorites. Could have been on here. And you know, I'm looking at the list, i Probably would have voted for him once or twice on this list, but he yeah, didn't. He's definitely the he make it.
1: the honorable mention. Yep, um, above the rest, he's right at that that transitional portion of this whole list. He
2: could be one when we look back on who finishes seventh. Right, we, he, he the lucky
1: charms. Of we will have
0: stages. our quote unquote lucky charms. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you're a if you're a loyal listener to our podcast, you know what that means. when I say, lucky charms.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the lucky charms person got. Zero votes. Or mm-hmm. it finished in last... Well, finished in last place. finished last place. Yeah. I didn't
0: know if you wanted to talk about loyal listeners.
1: Loyal listeners. Oh, thank you, Dion. <laughs> we forgot to do... Thank you. You know what? Dion set me up for success here, as he often does. I just saw the light bulb. Just yeah, it just went up right, up. right yeah. off. Yeah, so, okay, folks. Here we go. Idea for name of the loyal listeners... The pointers. The pointers. The pointers. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Do you think? We your feedback
0: spell. on the That's a Good Point Twitter feed. Do you want to be the pointers? Do you want and, to be
2: the pointers? And if you don't like pointers, if you have a better idea, feel free to share Suggest it. Suggest that. See, yeah. I like
1: that because you know what? You 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 don't like the issue, but you need to come up with a solution. Otherwise, it's going to be the pointers. Don't just complain. We do not embrace
0: excuses. We embrace solutions Yes, that's right. That's a good point, podcast.
2: Unless we hear differently, it's going to be the pointers. That's right. Pointers. We'll
0: we'll lay off for a couple weeks. Yeah. And let <laughs> wait for your feedback, and then we'll make a decision. We want to hear
2: from all you pointers. Yeah, out that's right. All you pointers. Let us know, pointers.
0: All right, so today's list of sports announcers that we will rank in no particular order. First of all, we have Vin Scully.
1: High fly ball into right field. She is
0: gone. Next up, number two, we have Jim Nance. There it is, a win for the ages. Followed by number three, Al Michaels. Five
1: seconds left in the game. You believe in miracles? Yes!
0: Unbelievable! Number four on our list will be Vern Lundquist. There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Yes! Followed by number five, Keith Jackson. Number six on our list today is Bob Costas. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead! Number seven, last but not least, Pat Summerall.
1: 60 minutes will be coming up following football, followed by murder, she wrote.
0: All right, let's get started on ranking these with these matchups. First of all, we're going to have Vin Scully versus Jim Nance. Vin Scully actually started with the Brooklyn Dodgers. This man is still living. I don't know how many people watch the Brooklyn Dodgers, and he was still broadcasting. I don't
2: know how many of you were alive when the Brooklyn Dodgers yeah. were a thing. So
0: he just retired two or three years ago, probably. 2016. 2016. Oh, longer ago than I thought, actually. Um, he did NFL games for CBS. If you're familiar with the catch and the uh, back of the end zone, 81 playoffs, uh, Montana to Clark, so... He he called that game with Hank Stram. So he did some NFL games. He just
2: um, he just
1: created a Twitter handle out there. Yes,
0: I yeah, follow him on I Twitter. Follow I, I follow Vince on Twitter.
1: Yep. I think that's a good point. Needs to follow him. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, if any of these guys have Twitter Twitter accounts, yeah, we need then to get him on board. Point, needs to follow. S- stand by. Yeah. So, Vin, probably most closely associated with the Dodgers and just baseball in yep. general. He did a lot of national baseball games. And it did for a while, probably seven or eight years I was CBS, did some NFL games. Uh
2: did some Masters coverage I learned through research as oh, okay. well. And That's was right. even the lead Masters announcer for a couple years. Okay. But yeah, Hank Aaron's 715th home run, the Buckner game in the '86 World Series. All yeah. All big VIN moments.
0: Very big VIN moments. Um, we played earlier the Kirk Gibson home run by call by VIN Scully. So from the 88 World Series. So VIN is going to take on Jim Nance. Jim Nance is still out there doing it. He started at CBS and has been there his whole career. He started as an NBA play-by-play guy, um, but he's done. He's probably no fam- most famous for the Masters, NFL, and NCAA basketball, I would say. That's, right? That would
1: be that my sounds top hard. three
2: for him.
0: Yeah, uh, and We played uh, his call from the Tiger Woods Masters earlier. The so
2: 97 Masters, I think yep. it was.
0: So in this one, with Vince Scully versus Jim Nance, I'm going to go back to that I'm a baseball guy and and i think jim nance's versatility here might actually hurt him as we vote because he kind of he blends into it and that that should be a compliment but to me i just think about announcers that they stick out as yeah that's the guy i when i hear his voice i know this call and so i'm going to vote ben scully here over jim nance
2: so i actually think the versatility is going to help in my opinion all right um I love Vin Scully, like Vin Scully. If I ever found a game with Vin Scully on, I was going to stop and listen to it. And he is the voice of the Saturday game of the week when I was growing up, him and uh, Tony Kuback or Joe Gargiola. I, when um,
0: we got Direct TV for the first time, they had that baseball package and yep. I bought it just to watch Dodgers game and listen to Vin Scully announce
2: games. So. It's a good thing to fall asleep to at night. Yep. <laughs> um, but I love Jim Nance's calls of golf. It just sounds perfect. Um, sometimes he forces some things a little too much in college basketball, but overall he's been a nice steady influence there. for um, Since 1990, he's been doing the final four games. That's a 30-year run. That's a long time. And he's only he's 61 years old. He's been doing that since he was in his early 30s, if my research wow. was correct.
0: He had to overcome Billy Packer, who I think is one yeah, of the worst a, ever – no. Pair him with Hawk Harrelson. Oh so. boy! Oh wow! Um,
2: <laughs> and Jim Nance, the unique thing is, he kind of he did the play by play, and then he went into the studio for about seven or eight years, or, uh, five years, and then went back to be the lead announcer with Tony Romo. Now, so I'm going to give Jim Nance the vote. So, Erb, you get to break.
1: But the first hey, by the way, today. Tony
0: Romo knew you were going to vote for him. He Just... did. He, <laughs> knew that. That, he knew that.
1: Well, so I'm going to be honest with you guys. As the rest of this episode goes on, I. First of all, I will say, it has been fun for me to go back and listen to a lot of these guys because some of them very much were before my time. Um, and so just to hear some of the, the famous clips, research, so on, um, I'm going to probably be a little more influenced in as far as um, how to decide on this particular episode than maybe some of our others. Uh, however, uh, I'm going to say as far as someone I know better than the other, Jim Nance is who I'm going to vote for on this particular matchup because I absolutely do think that Jim Nance is one of the best All right, All right.
0: Jim Nance takes the victory. Our next matchup is going to be Vin Scully taking on Al Michaels. Al Michaels started ABC, I don't know the year, but he did a lot of baseball. 77. Seventy-seven. He was a Monday Night Football main announcer for about 20 years. Yep. He did the NBA on NBC. Uh, he had a lot of famous famous calls. You heard the Miracle on Ice earlier, but Vin Scully versus Al Michaels. John, you lead us off here.
2: So I'm going to go back to my versatility thing. And when I think NFL football, Al Michaels is the voice that comes to mind for me. Um, I'm probably a little young maybe for, I mean, when I think football, it was Pat Summerall on one station. It was Al Michaels on uh, one station because he went from CBS to Fox. Yeah. It was usually on NBC. I couldn't even tell you who the main NBC announcer was back then. Probably Dick Enberg, actually. Dick Enberg was, yeah. Um, and then Al Michaels on on Monday Night Football. Um, he actually is really big into, I read his book not too long ago, one of his uh, autobiographies, and he's really big into horse racing and boxing, too. He did some golf coverage, college basketball coverage early on at ABC as well. Um, the Denkinger game. Don Denkinger yep. in the uh, eighty-five World Series when the Cardinals maybe should have won, but I was glad they didn't. Yep, no um, one cares. So I'm going to give the nod again to uh, versatility of Al Michaels.
1: <clears throat> I am going to uh, back that up a little bit. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go with Al Michaels here. He's one I'm more familiar with for sure. So um, I'm going to go with Al Michaels
0: going to make this a sweep i love vin scully but al michaels this is one where his versatility doesn't hurt him uh just because he's had a lot of big moments you know the miracle on ice i think of him as being a football announcer you know monday night football now he does sunday night football um the 89 world series mm, with the earthquake, earthquake. The, the the bay area world series and and he com- he was the commentator. Yeah, and player. i will say
2: we have the sunday night game on while we watch this and for some reason al michaels isn't there tonight Oh, you just gave away a secret, John. Yeah. All right.
1: Oh.
0: Next up, we're gonna have Vin Scully take on <laughs> Whoops, a Daisy. Vern Lundquist. Vern Lundquist. I think started at ABC. Actually went to CBS. I think that's where probably most people know him from. Did a few years on TNT. Back to CBS. Um, he did. He's done Masters, SEC football, NCAA basketball. He's done NFL before. Um, but we played earlier. We played the clip. He was the announcer on the. Christian Leitner shot that uh, the full court pass from Grant Hill, right? Grant Hill. And they beat Kentucky. So For many
2: years on the NCAA tournament broadcast, who was his color announcer he was paired with?
1: Was it... Uh... Who is this color guy? D. Bill Raftery. Bill. Bill. Onions. A little lingerie on the deck. I was going <laughs> to say You <laughs> had to say that. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, Trinno,
0: I um, didn't realize you were setting me up for that. I, I love know. Bill Raftery. If we do ever do color commentators, I mean, we may not need to. Uh, yeah, Bill Rafferty is probably getting my vote over everyone. I, I love Steve Stone and his Cubs days, but sorry. Go go ahead.
1: I'm going to go with Vern here, and that is again uh, just a you know a little bit more who I'm used to hearing. Um, Vern. Uh, I, here I could picture hearing him on different basketball games, different CBS, uh, especially SEC football games, um, and then also, of course, his most famous role, and that of <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I gotta go for Chris.
0: Sure. Ah, you know, you may have made too many. You made some good points there. That's a good pointer. Sure, thank you. Um, Are too many of them. Too many of them, because going into this, I would have voted Vince Scully. But I you know, I forgot how much I just love Vern. He's got that good belly laugh, that deep voice. And, mm-hmm. But I, it's hard for me to vote against Vin Scully, so I'm going to take Vin Scully here, mostly just to create a tie that John has to break. Yes!
2: <laughs> I was hoping so. Yes! Omar Valbert's not oh, on the I'm list. I'm sorry, he's not on the list. Um, yeah, Uncle Vern, he's a good one. Yeah. Because he just seems like that... that Uncle that you you could sit around and talk to at Christmas, and he'd have some good stories, and everyone would gravitate towards him. But I consider Vin Scully to be probably the best baseball announcer ever. Um, And Vern's really good, but I don't know if he's the best ever in any sport, so I'm going Vin Scully.
0: That'll give Vin Scully the victory. Next up, Vin Scully is going to take on Keith Jackson. Uh, Keith Jackson started announcing I, I don't know anybody have the year he started
2: 66 uh, I think okay. for ABC he did a lot of local er, stuff before, before that, that sure. but as far as a network presence but mid 60s
0: Has announced all of the major league. I mean, major league football. He was the very first Monday Night Football announcer. He did major a lot of major league baseball. He did NBA, wide world sports, wide world sports. He did boxing, PGA, the Olympics. He was the USFL announcer for ABC at the time, and then the USFL was around. He did college basketball. But to me, Keith Jackson. I think Keith Jackson. I think college football. Yes. In uh, the big house. The big house. In. Earlier we played Big a Woe Nelly clip, but he's got a lot of the you know, rumbling, bumbling, stubbling. He gave came up with the granddaddy of them all. The granddaddy and, of them all. And so I, I'm going to give Keith Jackson the, the nod here over over Vince Scully.
2: Yeah, this one's a tough one because, I said, like I said, Vince Scully, I consider him the best baseball announcer. I consider Keith Jackson the best college football announcer of all time. Um, and I think in this case. I'm going to go with VIN. Oh, create a a tie. It is going to create a tie. I just think VIN might be, they're two pretty similar ideas, I think, in my opinion, where they're known for one big thing, but they've also done some other stuff
1: that's pretty well known from other
2: sports. But I'm going to go VIN.
1: Neither one is one that I would say I knew a whole ton about before this whole deal. Uh, But um, going back to my childhood, uh, Keith Jackson, correct me if I'm wrong, but that uh, USC-Texas game. Yep. Yep. I gotta go Keith Jackson.
0: That'll give Keith Jackson the victory here. All right, next up, we're gonna have Vin Scully against Bob Costas. Bob Costas, to my knowledge, has been an NBC guy his whole, well, his whole, like, career, network career. career. Before that, he was a baseball guy in st louis um and i think he did
2: bulls games yeah. for a while in chicago
0: but he's been with nb well he was is he still with nbc he started in 1980 no. and i think he just retired this I think last he left year.
2: within the last couple yeah, years so, and now he works I, I think he's still working for mlb network yeah, because i think 40 baseball years. is his love
0: and i do think of bob costas as a baseball guy personally but he did yeah. a lot of olympics and he was an nba announcer we played him announcing michael jordan's last shot as a bull earlier that clip um
2: because that was in the uh years when marvelous was uh yep. sidetracked yep yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, take
0: a break for a little bit there i think um uh, but in this one it's not even a contest for me vin scully far and away better announcer more memorable announcing moments for i mean me who, than who than can tell Costas. a
2: story about some random thing that no yeah. one else even knows what he's talking about but he makes it interesting
0: right so i and i think of Bob Costas more as like a studio guy than a play-by-play guy and so I'm I'm going to give Vince Scully the nod here and this one's uh, easy for me easy to yeah, and I
2: think that's a really good point that you think of him more of a studio guy than a play-by-play guy and Bob Costas is a great announcer I love listening to him do like those exposés at the Olympics about some I think like the Olympics is one of the big things I think of yeah. Bob Costas
1: um, but I'm going to go with Vince Scully as well Right. Not, not that it matters, I, 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 was swayed to the Vin Scully side of things based on what you two just said. Um, I, I'll save my Bob Costas stuff for later, but uh, I, definitely, you know, it sounds like he was pretty special as far as Vince Scully, uh, Vin Scully goes. So,
0: all right, I'll give Vin Scully the victory. Last matchup for Vin is going to be against Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall is the only one on here that actually played the game. Usually, if you mm-hmm. were a professional player, you end up being the the color analyst, right. not the play by play guy. He played in the NFL from 52 to 61, mostly as a kicker, uh, won an NFL title with the Lions in 1952, but I think he's most known for playing with the Giants. Uh, but he joined CBS in the 1960s, uh, mostly doing NFL, but he's also famous for a lot of his masters. Yes. He did uh, the U.S. Open in tennis in uh, 94 when Fox took over NFC games from CBS. He and John Madden moved and I think, Most people, when they think John Madden, it's probably his work with uh, Pat Summerall, although John Madden's first partner was Vin Scully. So here are... And then later
1: he worked with Al Al Michaels. Al
0: Michaels when he went to NBC, yeah. So these are two of uh, Madden's, but I I think of... Madden would have
2: to be on that analyst or color 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 analyst as well.
0: So this is Vin Scully versus Pat Summerall. And earlier we did not do one of his game calls. Um, a funny story that, that John Madden always tells about Pat Summerall that would, they would do to crack each other up is when they were with CBS, they would give what was on TV later that night and it was always 60 Minutes followed by Murder, She Wrote. The and he CBS
2: would, Sunday Night Movie.
0: Yeah, he would try to see how long he could pause between Murder and She Wrote. So we played you one of those those clips earlier. So I think, John, you're leading us off here and Vince Scully versus Pat Summerall.
2: Yeah, and I'm going to go with Vince Scully on this. Um I love Pat Summerall's clip of murder, she wrote. <laughs> but when we were trying to come up with a clip for him, like nothing really popped into my head. There wasn't like that memorable call, and I'm sure he's got some, Oh yeah. but um, I still can't really come up with any. So I think that's kind of important for a broadcaster to have something like that, especially when they're as close as these two would be um, as far as the Mount Rushmore of announcers. So I'm going then.
1: I'm gonna go Pat Summerall. Just create a little drama here. Um, I think uh, for me, Pat Summerall's one. I knew know uh, better. Um, you hear some stories about Pat Summerall, and then uh, I think when you watch John Madden's speech about Pat Summerall, uh, that's a pretty uh, pretty emotional one. It talks about how much Pat Summerall meant to him and everything. And that's those are the things I associate with Pat Summerall. And I have very little to associate with Vince Scully, So I gotta go Pat.
0: This one's a tough one for me because uh, these are two of the older ones on our on our list, and I love both of these guys. Um, and you say there isn't you know big calls from Pat Summerall, but I can remember him doing uh, Super Bowls. He did the I think the Bengals Forty Nine ers one back in eighty two. I can remember doing them with with Fox and John Madden. Um, but oh, man, this is a tough one. I wish you hadn't made a tie here.
2: I'm sorry. Uh, Way to stick it to him, Irv.
0: I'm gonna give the edge to to Pat Summerall, and I go back to. Irv, you were talking about this, but there's a, on the NFL Network. Uh, is it called a Football Life? A Football Life. Football Life, and there's an episode of that about Pat Summerall, and it just takes kind of a deep dive into his life, and you get to see the human side, kind of the the flaws of him as a man, and yep, and it just made me appreciate what he did even more, and so. I'm going to give Pat Summerall the edge, and that gives him the victory. So to,
1: to add to that, that's what made me vote Pat, for sure.
0: All right, next up, we're going to have Jim Nance taking on Al Michaels, and Irv,
1: you lead us off. Um, I, I, you know, I, heading into this, I pretty well knew um, where I was going to stand as far as one of these guys. Um, Jim Nance, one of my favorites, I just think of that classic, like the, a tradition, you know, like what, what, what is it exactly, John? A tradition, a tradition, unlike any other. Thank you. I, 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 I knew I was going to screw it up unless I asked you. So, I, 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 I love Jim Nance. I just think he has that classic voice. Um, I've seen him, uh, you know, do a lot of different sporting events. I personally like Jim Nance for this one, so I'm going to vote him.
0: Um, I will give Al Michaels the edge. I just think he's a lot
2: better. So, Did you know Jim Nance's house is uh, by Pebble Beach and he has a replica of I'm going to screw it up, but it's it's a par 3 at Pebble Beach. He's got a replica of it in his backyard.
1: Is that the one that Peyton Manning and Tom Brady... Yeah, yep. they were hitting golf balls off <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: <laughs> it is. Um, these are two of my upper echelons for tonight's discussion. Um, but I think If if I were picking to watch a sporting event just based on the announcer, I would want to listen to Al Michaels. But they're both; they'd probably both be in my top two or three. So you're going Al Michaels. Michaels. That'll give Al Michaels the victory. Right on.
0: Next up, we have Jim Nance versus Vern Lundquist, and you said uh, Jim is in your upper echelon, and definitely when you hear his voice, I I have I like Jim Nance, but we did we we narrowed this down. I didn't have him in my top ten, and that. Hasn't changed, and so I'm going Vern Lundquist here. I just when I hear Vern, I know it's going to be a good time. But I think about basketball <laughs> with Bill Raftery. I think about SEC football, um, and I think about some of his famous calls that he's had. And so I go Vern on this one. Yeah,
2: they're definitely two different types of announcers. Jim Nance is kind of I'm going to give you what's happening and give you the facts. Where Vern yep. will bring a little more personality into it. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with the guy that I think probably is um, more towards the top end of his craft in more with more sports. I'd cons- best one of the better golf announcers. I don't love him with NFL football, but I like him with college basketball Yeah, um, as a play-by-play guy. Vern is good, exciting, um, but I'm going to go gym dancing on this.
0: Would you say in this one that maybe like I don't know that there's a ton of Jim Nance haters out there. Oh no, but some he's solid, right? But some of these guys, they like, oh, that guy. I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. But Jim Nance is one that's going to be respected a lot. Like, there's probably people that don't like hearing Vern Lundquist just because he is kind of a jovial, happier, more personality kind of
1: guy, like Santa Claus. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to a couple of my buddies here. uh, uh, My buddy Brett Schmidt, big Vern Lundquist fan, and my buddy Chase Hunter big jim nance fan so oh, okay Someone's i uh, be upset. yeah your so, so me, you're
0: gonna make one of these guys uh, mad when you break this stuff.
1: oh i know i am so i i'm gonna say this uh there's an episode of how i met your mother where jim nance interviews barney stinson about going for the perfect week which uh if you haven't seen how i met your mother you'll just have to look up what that is and uh, I'm going to go with Jim Nance.
0: So. Jim Nance will take the victory. You know, Vern Lundquist was in Happy Gilmore, right? We said that already. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I, I believe I brought that out. So it was Bob Barker if we
2: the best <laughs> game show hosts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, there's an idea. This is wrong, trouble, Bobby. that would be a good one. <laughs> Damn, yeah, <laughs> you got uh, Pat Sage oh, and Trebek.
0: Sounds like we have a future I'll episode. Next up, we're going to have Jim Nance taking on Keith Jackson so and just I'm here.
2: Um, I was all prepared to jump back on the Jim Nance train, and then I started listening to Keith Jackson clips and realized how much I miss him when college football comes around. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was the best one, uh, and I think still is. And the way that he would tell a story and kind of that down-home type persona he was, um, I'm going to go Keith Jackson in a mild upset maybe.
1: I, I pretty well, uh, I guess, the I don't want to speak for anybody. Pretty much know where this one's going to go, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say whatever he said. I Jim Nance is probably my, I don't know if he's 100% my favorite on this list today, but he's right up there for me. Um, but I, I know that he's probably not going to win this round, so if I just had to guess. So, am I wrong? You don't have
0: to guess. You can vote whoever you want to vote
1: for. Him. I'm, I'm going to vote for Jim Nance. Okay, I do you. I'm
0: guessing that you're gonna vote. Well, Keith thank you for Jackson. voting for the loser because I will take Keith Jackson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Obviously, did not do a
0: great job of saying right. it. Once again, I'm, I'm with you, John. I, I hear Keith Jackson. I think college football. I think college football. I think Keith Jackson and Jim Nance is great, but he doesn't. He just doesn't stick out to me. And I, I think his how good he is actually hurts him in my mind. And sure. We're voting here because. I just think, yeah, he, he can probably announce one of us eating breakfast and make it sound pretty good, but I'm, you think I'm, about, you know, like I'm not like going to vote for him here. So. The
2: highlight of New Year's Day was always the Rose Bowl, yep. and it was because the Big Ten was in it and Pac-12 and the tradition, but it was also because it was Keith sunny Jackson. and warm and Keith Jackson was there. Yeah, it
1: was nice to see the Big Ten. I'm in major conference in that. Yeah, I'm Been in major of... conference. Campaign. That's nice. <laughs> Next up, we have Jim
0: Nance versus Bob Costas. you lead us off.
2: I'm sorry. I'm still trying to figure out what bowl game Big Twelve teams go to. <laughs> <laughs> They're the orange. It's not going to be the national championship. Didn't you hear about <laughs> all? The,
0: you've never heard about all the Nebraska national championships before. Jim <laughs> <laughs> Nance for me. Jim honestly. Nance. All right. and, Over, this, and Bob Costas. Is I'm going to go. Uh, these are probably two of my lower ones, and actually, but I'll give Jim Nance the nod here. So he, I'll give him the sweet will take. All right, next up we're going to have Jim Nance versus Pat Summerall and for me this is Pat Summerall all, all the way. I just I think back to all the good NFL games and hey, he was the masters guy before Jim Nance. So there's a lot of big masters moments if you are I mean you have to be older, you can't be you have to be an antique like me, but Pat Summerall was the voice of the masters. An there. Yeah. So yeah, I that's give a, that's a good I get Pat Summerall ball. the the nod here over Jim Nance.
2: Cuz really you've got they both did the Masters for a significant amount of time. They both announced NFL football for, for the a about amount of time for the same network. Um, Pat Summerall has done a little bit of college football. Jim Nance has done a lot of college basketball. Pat Summerall um, did tennis. Pat Summerall did, yeah, U.S. Open in tennis. Um, I'm more of a Nance guy here, so I'm going to go with him. Create a tie for you to break,
1: Irv. These are my top two. So it's really tough for oh. me because... Um, I do like Pat Summerall a lot, and he was also
2: well known for the um, True Value Hardware commercials. Oh sure.
0: yeah, sure. And wasn't he in the Miller Lite uh, "Tastes Great, Less Filling" commercials? I, I think so. I Think he might have been.
1: You know, Dion, you mentioned the human side of things. Like I just I watched that Pat Summerall of football life, and I, I really had a greater appreciation for him after I watched it. But um, if we're talking about best sports announcers, in my opinion, I gotta go Jim.
0: That'll so. give Jim Nance the victory. All right, next up, we're going to have Al Michaels taking on Vern Lundquist. I think, John, you lead us off here, right?
2: We'll make this one quicker, move things along. Al Michaels.
1: I will also go with Al Michaels.
0: All right, no mystery there. I probably would go Al Michaels too. Next up, we're going to have Al Michaels versus Keith Jackson. Mm.
1: Ooh, actually, a tough one for me. Um, Just not knowing Keith Jackson as much, I got to go Al Michaels here. Sure. So.
0: this is a very tough one for me. I both think of them as being affiliated with ABC, even yep. though that's not where Al Michaels is anymore. I both think football. Um, yeah,
2: they were really in the same
0: family for a long yeah. time. And they both have done a ton of different sports. They both did wide
2: some wide world sports. Wide world work.
0: sports. They both did Major League Baseball. Boxing. They've done boxing. I think they both did college basketball a little bit. Yep. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're,
0: they're kind of a similar Very similar person. cut here. And so... I'm just gonna have to go. Al Michaels is still kicking, still doing it. Um and you know it's a big game or at least a big occasion. So I'm I'm actually gonna give Al Michaels the the nod here and no drama for you then, John.
2: You still have to vote though. Oh, yeah, I guess. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with Al Michaels.
0: All right. Next up is Al Michaels versus Bob Costas. I lead us off, not a contest for me, I go Al Michaels all the way.
2: I, too, will go with Al Michaels, so Irv, you will not be on the, uh, on the uh, pedestal to make a decision this time, but, I mean, Al Michaels, I think, is just a better play-by-play voice. Um, more and more, I think, Costas is like an Olympic host and a host in the studio, so,
1: um, Al Michaels. I'm hoping at some point I'll get to make points for Bob Costas, but this is not the time, so. All right, but. Next up, we're going to
0: have Al Michaels take on Pat Summerall. And John, you lead us off.
2: I might be the uh, outlier here. We will see. Um, I consider Al Michaels the best NFL announcer of all time, which Pat Summerall might be arguably the best for some other people. Sure. Um, but I'm going to go with Al Michaels on this one because I, when I think of each of them, I think NFL football first. Um, Al Michaels... Did a lot of baseball as well, and I liked a lot of his. Ba- I liked him as a baseball announcer when I was younger as well. Uh, but I'm going to go with Al Michaels.
1: I'm going to go with Pat Summerall.
2: So <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. Nice, there. and that created like a, a tie for me gets to break. make a decision.
0: And um, these are two of my top three or four here, so that 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 actually makes it tough on me. Um, I talked about Jim Nance and maybe his versatility works against him for me in voting for it, but I think, in this case, Al Michaels' versatility is going to give him the edge, and I'm going to pick him and give him the victory over Pat Pat Summerall. So Al Michaels will will sweep this category. So next up, we are going to have Vern Lundquist taking on Keith Jackson. Irv, you lead us off.
1: Oh, boy. You know, you guys have spoke very highly of Keith Jackson, and I, I very much appreciated it, and again in this research, have, have very much enjoyed listening to him. Um, and perhaps just my age don't have the appreciation for him. that maybe I should. Um, but i I got to go Vern here, just because I have grown up listening to Vern Lundquist, and I really do get a kick out of listening to Vern. Yeah, so
0: you bet. I, I will not be upset by whoever wins this, um, but I'm going to take Keith Jackson and put the pressure on John.
2: I think that, in my opinion, Keith Jackson... I've already said that I think he's the best college football announcer. Um, like, I think of him as the top-of-the-line guy. I think of Vern as kind of like your if, – if Keith Jackson's like in the echelon of the number one announcers, I think Vern is more of a 1A announcer. Sure. He's Maybe your best
0: just, second-tier game right, guy. Yeah. He's kind
2: of just a step off. Although, I mean, he, he got the best SEC games, right, yeah. for yeah. – you know, a decade at least.
0: We all know the best number two guy is Ian Eagle, and I'm upset he's not on the list, but anyway. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that's going to be our uh, question of the week, is sure. which guy that wasn't on the list yeah, yeah. is your favorite? I think we might have just come up with that. Nice. Um, so I'm going to go with Keith
1: Jackson. So he won that.
0: He did? Yeah. Did you vote first on that one? Yeah, I voted yeah, first on that he one. he voted for gotcha. Uncle Vern. Oh, Okay. Okay getting lost here. So Antique, I just,
1: Antique DR. Sometimes I get distracted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next up, we're going to have Vern Lundquist versus Bob Costas, and I lead this one off, and I'm okay. going to
2: go with Uncle Vern. I like Vern enough to get the nod over Bob Costas for sure. So. Nice. Vern Lundquist, it is.
1: I, I feel like I'm running out of opportunities to say anything about Bob, but I'm going to vote Vern here. But I, sure. at some point, I want to make my points about Bob. Constance. Well, you're running out of time. I know. Really. We got
0: it. He's got a couple more matches.
1: Okay. All right. Next you, up, we're going to have, have change my mind on one of
0: these. <laughs> next up, we're going to have Vern Lundquist and Pat Summerall. John, you lead us off.
2: Oof. Speaking of antiques, these are <laughs> two of them. Yeah. Um. So here I'm going to go a little different route. Pat Summerall to me is—I can't remember. I think I voted for Jim Nance in the Nance Summerall matchup. You did. Because um, I'd consider Summerall like just a little lesser version of Jim Nance. Does it all? Kind of states the facts. Kind of a drier play-by-play.
0: Sets up the color analyst. Yes.
2: Yep. yep. Where Vern is Mr. Excitement. So I'm going
0: to go with Vern on
2: this one. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Irv. Summerall. Summerall.
0: Oh, this is a tough one. Vern and Pat. Wow. Um. I I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to go Pat Summerall because right at this moment, that's what I feel like. So to buy before. a hair. So buy a hair. Pat Summerall is going to take the victory here. Next up, we're gonna have Keith Jackson and Bob Costas. I think two, this is your time. Two more yes chances, two This more is chances your time to make good points all right, for Bob. Costas. Keith Jackson, Bob Costas. I don't
1: think he's gonna win this because I know you guys pretty well. But uh-huh. okay, maybe you can change your mind. I watched. I watched that Ken Burns uh, baseball. baseball documentary. You bet. During the the Rona vid uh, <laughs> break that we took from our lives. And he's still taking that break. I, yeah, I think we're still kind of. <laughs> out, right? Anyway, that aside, I just, I got it, I just got such a kick out of watching him talk during that he's documentary. Super knowledgeable. He's not only super knowledgeable; though, you can just feel when he talks the passion he has for baseball. So when someone talked about you know him moving from just doing all around sports to moving to just... He's just on the MLB network now. Yeah, so as far as I know, yeah. we ultimately decided that he's... Yeah. I just think that that is his place. You know what I mean? Um, side note, when he did the Olympics, was it Sochi? Where's Sochi at? Uh, it's, it's in Russia. The other side Remember of the Remember he got, group. like, he drank some pink bad water, so he got yeah. pink eye or something. Yeah. I We always made fun he's of him. He's a fun. really good <laughs> studio host. <laughs> anyway, but I'm just... Like, baseball just seems like his gig. And I just... Every time I listen to Bob Costas talk about baseball during that documentary, I was like, "That's it right there." But I understand the argument's going to be, "Well, that's we're not talking about baseball games, Zach. We're not talking about whatever." He has done some good baseball but, games. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite games ever, the Sandberg game, yep. was Bob Costas. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Bob Costas here.
0: All right, I'm gonna go. Um, Keith Jackson. Hmm.
1: hmm. I don't think I did enough to sway. I don't know.
2: I mean, when you think of the Sandberg game and then Jordan's final shot, those are pretty two pretty big moments in my life as a Chicago sports fan. Sure. sure. Um, Ryan Sandberg was my favorite, one of my favorite players growing up. Between him and Andre Dawson, um, Casas did some boxing, did some golf, a lot of MLB. Like you said, baseball is definitely his his favorite thing and his passion. Um, hmm. You're making me. You're making me think. Or you're make, you, you've done it. You made good points that is making me consider. <laughs> good deal. But I think I'm still gonna go with Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson I mean, takes the But I, the I would dream. say it definitely got to be a closer matchup based on your points.
0: Next up, we have Keith Jackson versus Pat Summerall. Oh boy. Whoa, oh no. Man. Um, I'm gonna have to. I to make a decision quick. We're running along here. So I'm gonna go Keith Jackson. Same. He Pat's, takes the victory, then. Pat Summerall. Thanks so, for voting for Pat. You bet, buddy. Our last matchup of the night, Johnny lists off Bob Costas, okay. and Pat Summerall.
2: So, I'm going to go with Bob Costas. I think Irv made
1: some really good points there. I think uh, he gets the nod over Pat Summerall for me. I did make some good points, but I still am give the nod to Pat on this one.
0: And I will give Pat the victory. So, that's the voting. Let me... Tabulate the results. All
2: right, question of so, week, Ir- Irv. Who is your best of the rest that we best of the rest that we talked about? I know you're a big Gus Johnson yeah, fan. Yeah, Gus
1: would probably oh. be my number one, um, just because. Like, I, I think of some iconic moments. I'm also gonna give the nod to Marv Albert because sure. I do. I'm I'm an NBA guy. I do like NBA, but um, overall versatility. Sometimes versatility helps. Sometimes it doesn't. I gotta go, Gus Johnson. Overall,
2: see for me. My favorite of the rest is it's probably two names that come up. It's it's uh Dick Enberg, is kind of that overall total package kind of announcer guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's just he was a good reporter of what was going on, and then on the other side, with the like the fan, Harry Carey.
1: Harry Carey, it might be, it could be, it is, yeah. Um, and that whole
2: Shtick that he had.
1: Well, during our pre-production meetings, I just had to give him a vote just because Terry Carry. Okay. You no, know, we haven't
2: talked a lot about uh, one of the current announcers that's probably along the same lines of uh, Al Michaels and Jim Dance and that's Joe Buck. Yeah, um, someone who's well, we World Series. We the mentioned all-star Jack games. and Joe didn't make the list. Yeah, yeah, but as far as like he's someone that some people might be surprised is not on the list, being that he does. The big, has the big he does the big World
0: are, Series and
1: Super Bowls. So. Dion, who was your best of the rest then?
0: Um, well, I I only partially say and Eagle. I love Iron Eagle, and he I think it's because he works with Dan Fouts in, uh, in football. And what's mm-hmm. his he, what's he saying? The Water Boy. The last game of the, the year. Last game
1: of the year. Can't hold yeah. anything back.
0: And then Jim Sponarkle, but I I love Iron Eagle, so he he's got to be up there. But John mentioned Harry Carey. I'm Cubs fan, so he's he's got to be up there. But maybe, and this is, he's older, but Mel Allen, and I think of him more being, I'm not quite old enough to listen to him announce right. a lot of games, but as the host of This Week in Baseball, and I just think back, if you've ever seen the movie The Naked Gun, and they go through the booth, uh, the, the baseball game, and there's about 10 announcers in there, but but he's one of them, and just that, how about that? And I, So Mel Allen, or Harry Carey, or maybe Ian Eagle. Mm-hmm. Are we ready for the results? Let's hear it. In 7th, we had Bob Costas. In 6th, cool. Vern Lundquist. In 5th was Vin Scully. 4th was Pat Summerall. Then we had a tie, but it did get broken. So, 3rd place, Jim Nance. 2nd place, Keith Jackson. And our winner, Al Michaels. Oh, Michaels.
1: Wow.
2: I think what? we can all be pretty happy with that. I'm yeah. okay with that.
0: Yeah. In honor of uh, the fall season has now arrived. We're going to do uh, start one, set one, cut one. With your seasonal chores, so it's time (laughs) to start raking those leaves, right? So we got raking leaves, shoveling or mowing the lawn, and I'll start us off uh, of all shoveling the lawn of all. (laughs) Did I say that? Sorry, mowing the lawn, shoveling the driveway. Sorry, just trying
2: to be a comedian over here. Yeah, uh, the comedian.
0: Listen to what I mean and not what I say. Uh, I'm gonna definitely cut raking leaves. Uh, I hate raking leaves. Um, shoveling snow gets old pretty fast and, but mowing the lawn sometimes can be enjoyable and we're not talking about getting on the zero turn or the, the rider and having a drink while you ride right around the lazy man's way out. Maybe ta- not. You got to push, <laughs> push the mower. And if you're going by riding the mower, you're not doing this list right. So oh. I'm going to go ahead and start the mowing anyway.
2: Uh, I'm going to be, I think exactly the same as you. I can't stand the leaves, especially when they're not my leaves that I'm picking up. Right. Um, because I don't have a ton of trees, but I'm going to be mowing. I mow the leaves now, which is better. It is better. You're mulching them. But I'm still going to cut it because you got to do it so often. Right. Um, and I'll bench the shoveling of snow. I don't mind the cold, but, you know, that heavy snow sometimes, that's no fun. Yeah. Um, and I'll start the mowing because that's, you know, I'm not a grass hole or anything, but, you right. know. I mean, it's still nice to see a nicely... Cut yeah,
1: lawn. Yeah. In a unanimous decision, I'm going to also cut raking those boring leaves unless yep. you can burn them. If you can burn them, like we can in old Bagley, IO, we can burn them in the streets, man, just right there on the on the curbside. But uh, even still, they're boring as heck. So um, bench shoveling, gotta love mowing the lawn. I don't push, rider, zero turn. We're all on the same page. Whatever. Yep. Nice. So.
0: Good job, fellas. Alright, let us know what you think of how we did our rankings. We will be back next week. Uh, We haven't talked for sure, but I was thinking maybe 80s music videos or sitcoms that debuted in the 2000s this most
1: recent century, one of those maybe. Sounds good. Could be fun. Could be fun. Alright,
0: adios. See you next week. Bye.